from undisclosed locations in various undisclosed locations, it's time once again for the long shot, come hell or high water. Tonight's episode, we found each other at Jumbo's Clown Room. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Gumroy. Thank you so much. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today on the show, live from Los Angeles, California, Amber Kenny is here. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Also live from Los Angeles, California, both via video conferencing and via telephone wire, Joe Wagner is here. What's up? We had some uh, we had some difficulties, but we seem to have partially solved them in terms of internet capacity, and so we'll see if we can continue. Now, of course, what I just realized—do you guys was, remember? Do you remember the WhatsApp that was on a phone? That's why I thought that would be a good because I'm on the phone they, and they that cut was, from remember phone all those to phone guys. To phone. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They would call WhatsApp. 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 And, then it, and then eventually it would just be. Ah, uh, right. is, is that like making a comeback? Because my cousin's kid on a call the other day just kept typing was up in the chat over and over again and laughing. Um, I think I've been bringing it back, Amber, for children all around yeah, the country. It's, it's like retro. Yeah. I'm on it. Um, so we have 46 days of this current presidential administration left. Wow. We're in the middle of a COVID crisis. Uh, we have not even yeah. reached peak Thanksgiving COVID yet. Right. We have Congress members tweeting out that what is Anthony Fauci going to do next? Cancel Christmas. So people are very much not on board with making any changes in any scheduling right now. And thanks to that, we are continuing to slog through weekly episodes of the long shot without taking any extra precautions, except for being thousands of miles away from each other on a regular basis. Um, Well, we are being the safest we can be about our podcasts. And by the way, in LA podcasts are an exception to the uh, stay at home orders. You're allowed to go out if you are doing a podcast or if you are a guest Listen on a, to pod- a podcast. Listening to a podcast. <laughs> and, and some people, they say some people are just walking out with earphones in. Yeah. Some people are just walking out right. with earphones in to look like they're on podcast. Right. They have to check. They're like, is that downloaded? <laughs> I was actually thinking today, what? where do you think on the list uh, podcasters are? for vaccinations. Do you think they're close to the beginning of the list or later on? I would, I would uh, hope later on, not that, but because no. we no, but because I mean, we can do it via zoom. Like it, it, we're not doctors. We're not, I don't know. Right. I agree with Amber, doctors, <laughs> nurses, and then podcasters. podcasters. Yes, like, yes, yeah. yes. But yeah. close later, as far as later on three, I would argue, Joe, that you're being extra careful because it's like um, your your social distancing, your audio, and your video, even you know, <laughs> not even connecting those two. Yeah. yeah. 
guys, um, the next the next show, I'm just going to send you a message by like carrier pigeon. A fax. <laughs> an owl, an owl, like a Harry Potter owl. Um. All right. Well, we always start the show with a segment we like to call that we we always start the show with a segment that we like to call checking in. So why don't we start today with Joe? I love it. The dramatic pause is even more dramatic um, over the phone. This is, by the way, uh, this might be the first phone conversation I've had with the two of you. So that's a new low show poke first. Um, we've never true. had a, yeah, We've never had a group call. No. <laughs> so. Do you remember, uh, Joe, do you remember, that. do you remember one time I texted you when you were at the uh, Jumbo's clown room? Do you have any recollection of that? No. What happened? I mean, this was like <laughs> a decade ago at least. And I don't know why I was there and I don't know why you were there, but you did not know that I was there. And I was like, holy shit, there's Joe Wagner. So I just texted you like, hey, man, where are you? What's going on? Because I thought it was weird that we were both right. at the clown room at the scene. And to see if he would answer honestly where he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did we, I think he, well, I think did we sp- find I think, each other? Did yeah, I, I, think you spotted I, right, I think you spotted me right away. And then we were just talking <laughs> for a while. Well, what were you... <laughs> I really, I honestly don't remember why I was there. And I probably have only been there like twice in my life. So maybe it was somebody's I don't birthday think, or something like that. I don't think anyone's head jerks up faster than when they read the text from the person that's in the same room as them that you don't know is in the room. Right, right. That's, <laughs> I must have immediately looked up. Well, and, and, and you know, I'm saying it was probably somebody's birthday party, but I don't think it was because I think both of us were there either Separate. by ourselves or with one other person, not for like an event or something like that, which is why right. it was worth commenting on for me. And by the way, just to clarify for people, Jumbo's Clown Room is like a weird, I don't know, how would you describe it? Like an alternative <laughs> strip club? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, story. yeah, it's a strip. It's a, it's a, it's a mom and pop small neighborhood dive bar strip club that has like bur, you know, slash burlesque acts. But it has like a I rock think, and uh, roll sort of yes. edge or something, right? It's a grimy. It's a grimy Grime rock and roll right history. Yeah. Uh, uh, I believe um, Courtney, Courtney Love loves. danced yeah. there for a few months when she first moved to LA. Mm-hmm. So, and great, by the way, by the way, great, incredibly talented dancers there. Like a lot of pole work, like the kind where it's, you know, it's scary what they do, but they're like good, good core work. Like they all have good cores, incredibly strong thighs, mm-hmm. and a lot of, uh, it's a fun place, but I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there that often, but sometimes you just find it's the kind of place where you find yourself at at the end of the night. And Sean and we found ourselves the, and we found each other. <laughs> Sean is on the lookout yeah. for me. Right. Uh, um, so Joe, what's going on? Checking so in. I, I'm just trying to keep it together. I'm trying to keep it together. Um, this is a, every, it's like, this is just, we, we started, we tried starting to record this podcast and it wasn't working. It's like, I feel like, um, I feel like I'm just trying to take everything that's happening and just 
not lose it. And I'm doing all these little things that like these little fuck ups. Like I went out the other day to buy some stuff, just stuff that I needed. And I forgot like two things that I needed, which was bar soap and (laughs) detergent, like, like dishwashing liquid. And so, but I'm still, do you guys still wash your grocery items? Like, do you still? No, no. That is Amber, a, are you washing anything? No, I realize you're not looking at the video. No, I'm not washing anything. <laughs> I, was, I was shaking my head. <laughs> I think oh, it's that's been, the best it's part. been That's the best bumped. part. Yeah, for you guys, you guys have been frozen for the last 20 minutes. Oh, great. Well, don't forget that we can still see you. Don't start like picking your nose or whatever. Right. Don't do oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. It'll be, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, no, I think the, I think the <laughs> rinsing your groceries thing has been debunked at this point. Like that's not something you need to focus on doing. I read about that too, Sean. And yet I have found that it's so weird to have developed a new habit that now intellectually I know is probably not as necessary as everyone thought seven, eight months ago. And yet I am still washing everything that I buy, but mm-hmm. because I don't have dishwashing liquid, I've been using for the last two days, my, my VO five green tea conditioner. And which Wait, is technically not even soap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just moisturizing all your groceries. <laughs> Which, well, I don't know. Mean, that may make it more it, appealing to the virus. No, 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 I, 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 I believe the point is, is that you have to create a lather, right? You have to get a lather going. And the lather is what captures the virus within its lathery bubbles, right? Soap, yes. Right. <laughs> but, but there is some, I mean, there is some... I mean, I do create a lather. Like I just washed this package of Oreos. You conditioned I, it. You conditioned it. I, I did. Like I did condition it, but I really worked up a nice lather. I like. So now I do a really good job. Now you're eating your Oreos, and you're going, "Boy, these are so glossy. The sheen on these Oreos." Well, I will say this: it does feel weird to eat an Oreo, but to smell like green tea like i i know it's not making it at any healthier a choice but i'm smelling like when i opened my cupboard i just smelled green tea the other day mm-hmm. that's because that's where i'm at that's that's where i'm at i'm like i forgot to buy the dishwashing detergent uh uh like i didn't i didn't i didn't get any bar soap but i'm still locked into washing everything I own. I mean, I washed a, a can of uh, Pringles the other day. Like I wash with the green I'm tea washing, conditioner. No, that one was with just dishwashing liquid. Ah, so that was normal. <laughs> what do you use to wash your bar soap? I do. I uh, that I don't. So I mean, I guess uh, that's the risk take. I mean, I guess if I am a risk taker. I'm not washing my soap, so <laughs> that seems crazy. If anything goes south, if anything goes south, it might have been that. Might have been the filthy soap that I had. I just like that you call it bar soap for some mm-hmm. reason. And like, dishwashing detergent. I'm sorry, dishwash. I should say dishwashing. I just say, I just say dish soap. 
That's what I say. Oh, and, dish I, and soap. I just say, you know soap. what? Dish soap. <laughs> for bar um, soap, I say soap, and for dishwasher detergent, I say soap. <laughs> And for and for soap the TV show I say soap the TV show <laughs> I say dishwasher detergent which nobody knows what I'm talking about. Um. So how, anyway, how do yes. you how do you wash everything? Like you bring it all in and then you wash each I item bring, individually, or do you wash them before you use them? Because they're, then I there's bru- like a drying situation, right? Also, shouldn't you be washing them outside? Because if you bring them in before you wash them and they're viral. It's they're- for not. Yes. Well, I bring them in within the bag. I set the bag down away, like away from most of the living area. And then I'll pick out like two or three items at a time take them to the sink and then do a nice washing condition. Um, again, really, really getting a good lather going lustrous. Um, I, and I real it's vigorous. I do a nice vigorous washing of everything. And then, and then, yeah, I just said, I set it to the side. I have a dish rag and I just dry everything. I mean, it's just, I try to be with things that are like, you know, I bought a stick of butter that was like Congrats, in, in wrapped wrapped in paper. So that I wa- that I washed, but I do it very quickly because it's going to melt. Because, right? Because I'm like, well, I don't. Yeah, I I know this is I know this paper like it's paper, but I know if I do it quickly, I can just at least give it a little bit of a of us of a scrub you know i mean so you don't take the paper mild. off and wash the paper and then wash the stick of butter you just wash the outside of the no paper, i wash right? the outside i wash the outside i wash the outside i mean, I mean you I, can't I be mean, too I, careful but i think you can be too careful no no no. i mean i mean i'm 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 in a that's not i know that what i'm doing is not people aren't doing that anymore right i don't think no so. one no one is no. <laughs> Certainly not with conditioner. It it is interesting. Like, um, my best friend, her husband is sort of a germaphobe, and he was saying that this pandemic has just made everyone see the world the way he always has. You know, like, yeah, it's scary <laughs> right. and gross. Right. <laughs> right. No, I know. I mean, I see it. I think that's it's it's pushed. I've mentioned this before already on the show, but it's pushed that button for me. And I, I even read, like I read, I remember it was like a couple of months ago where they did do a study and they're like, okay, look, a lot of the, the potential that we thought of, of, you know, solid items having the, the virus on it, it's not as, li- as likely as we thought, you know, like they've done enough studies now right. where that was really more of a laboratory uh, generated result, like, you know, but in the real world, they saw that it was very, you know, the, the likelihood of it was decreased, you know, right from their studies. And like, it's an aerosol but, virus. It goes through the aerosol. But I still, I just still think that anything from outside my doors is possibly, you know, sickening. <laughs> yeah. Well, you so, do live in downtown LA, so it doesn't even look, have to be the not, coronavirus. 
It's, if you, you know, we're talking grimy. It's a little grimy. Yeah. It's a little grimy, but the re, you know, the reason it's why like I didn't grab room. the dish soap, it's a little bit of a, <laughs> there's a little Jumbo's clown room on each corner. <laughs> um, I, I didn't, I went into my, uh, you know, across the street mini mart, which is, I also refer to as a tiendita, which is the Mexican slang for, for a mini mart. And it's so small and it's just one mm. shoebox kind of length of a place. And I went in to buy some stuff and bef- as I was bar grabbing soap? my stuff, like bar soap? two, three, well, that's what I should have grabbed, but I didn't grab the bar soap. I was grabbing other things, ice cream, if you want to know. Yeah. And it's too cold. And, and then, then, and, and then two people came in and one had their mask under their nose. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm not like, <laughs> like that's where I'm at. Right. Where it's just like, I'm like, whatever else I was going to get, I'm not standing in this tiny can, enclosed can space. Even if, even if they have the doors, they do have the doors open. So there is this like ventilation, like the doors are straight open to the sidewalk, but I didn't, I just, I had what I, what was already in my hands. I paid for it and I just got out of there. Cause I was just like, I just, I'll get the dish soap the next, you know, the next time. And I like the smell of the green tea, the green tea. It's such a great smell. VO5 nailed it, nailed it with the You're a smell the, guy green tea conditioner it's just you know it's like the little things like and now that my hair my mullet well is that going to come through my mullet is so ridiculous right now um i mean really the only the only kind of uh, you know i'm not going to say like action but like the only kind of nice human contact i've had is when my own hair hits my ear can you guys see that yeah mm-hmm. you should you should Am fuck I, your hair i can't really fuck my hair sean but i i do i gotta say sometimes i just shake my head back and forth to feel it to feel it against my ears mm-hmm. that's but like you don't you don't have you know. to be I, th- I think you don't have to be washing your groceries anymore you know i think you can let that go I think I'll probably, I think I probably will. I think I probably will. I mean, there was definitely a time when I was like wiping down the soles of my shoes every time I came in the house and stuff like that. Right. And then I just was like, I feel like I don't have to do this anymore because nobody is saying this is a thing, you know? Right. Right. I heard a thing today about, they were talking about, you know, this whole thing about you're not supposed to be around other people for more than 15 minutes. You're not supposed to be having yes. conversations with people for more than 15 minutes. Right. And the question came up of like, well, what if you're in a room with like 10 people? Can you at 14 and a half minutes go, well, I can't talk to you anymore, but now I can move over to the next person and talk to them. because <laughs> you're not supposed to. And I guess that is how some people... I've interpreted interpret- that rule. That's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Because it's it not makes like no the, sense. It's, it's not like the virus has a stopwatch, right? Yeah. Well, and also is is like taking turns, like taking a number at a deli. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about a school where they had the kids move every fourteen minutes, 
because as long as they move to sit next to somebody different every 14 minutes and the person who was talking about it was like, you know, that's not bullshit. We need another word that's even worse than bullshit. Because <laughs> it's asinine it, it, to think that, you know. It's like it, the it's TSA like and it's like duck and cover in school. Like it's just stuff to make people feel better. Right. Even though it's insanely dangerous what they're doing. It, right. Like it, it's, it's it's the pageantry of safety, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, this is this is like if someone went to go see that 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 animated movie Osmosis Jones and thought that's the way germs <laughs> actually work. Like <laughs> it's not like it. a cartoon virus germ that's that's waiting, like that's to waiting right there. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like just seven feet away from your your face, but it's like. Four, 14 minutes, 52 seconds. Like, Shucks, next time. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it, 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 I got to get out of here. <laughs> that was the virus flying. I thought we were going to get him. Yeah. <laughs> I went and lost another one. Foiled again. <laughs> oh, and, but man, I think it, oh, man. <laughs> I think that's true, but I also think part of the problem. And I don't even know if this is a problem or I just think it overcomplicates things, but it's like the 15 minute rule or the six foot rule that you're supposed to be six feet away from people. Those are not rules. They're just like, there's a million variables in every situation. And this is a way to dumb it down to people. So you say you can't be around other people for longer than 15 minutes because what you could say is, well, be around other people. (laughs) that too but i'm saying you could say like well if everybody's wearing masks the time goes up and if there's ventilation you can stay for longer but if there's no ventilation and if the room is bigger you know like Mm -hmm. there's just a million different things that make a difference and unfortunately that's not the way human brains work we just want to be told what the answer is so people go just don't stay for more than 15 minutes you know Right. And that's like a total oversimplification of Right. The the six feet and the even the masks and the fifteen minute like those are all just guidelines right. to be safer. But it isn't it isn't no one is saying that that is like And the six feet like, thing is even based on them saying the original study was two meters and people were like, oh, that's too complicated for people in the United States. So what's a meter? It's six feet instead right. of two meters. And that's shorter. You know, it, the, 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 I think the really obviously the infuriating thing that we've been going through for so long now is that there are so many people in this country that think that those recommendations are like. Like at like actual. Like legal. Right. <laughs> you know, like, 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 uh, um, inevitable, the inevitable way the virus acts like that. It's again, that it's like on some kind of timetable. It's yeah. not, it's, it's a, it's a fluid variable thing. Like it's not like, um, it, and, it, and it's almost like the mentality is if you tell me the recommendation, Oh, that's the loophole, right, <laughs> you know, right, like, right, right. You're like, oh, that's that's what I'll do so that I know that I'm safe. When it's the problem is you can never and 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 in all the shit I've read over months now, no one can just no one's just going to be able to come out. Or, or it's very hard. It's very rare to find anyone who writes anything at this point and and 
and says, none of this is 100% guaranteed. You know, like, like none of these, uh, of these precautions are 100% guaranteed. You know what I mean? It's like, just because you're wearing a mask, it <clears throat> doesn't mean that there isn't some kind of way that you just don't think of in terms of transmission that it reaches you, you know? And the, and the point being is that like you guys are saying, if you tell people don't, don't be around people, their first instinct is, is like, well, but how can I do it? Right, right, right. But, right. Right. And I, I, I don't, I mean, I just, I, I mean, I, I'm I, like, I, I, I was saying to you guys just before we started recording, like, I'm, I'm just happy to see the three of you, even though you're the two of you are frozen for me right now. What do we look like? <laughs> yeah. What are our facial expressions? Uh, Amber, you are smiling. You, you are, no, you are serious. You're slightly pursed lips, slightly pursed. You are looking, you are looking at something. Oh, you just changed. <laughs> Your lips are no longer that pursed, but now you seem, now you have a melancholy look on your face and you're looking down slightly. Oh, and wow. Sean, this is perfect, Sean. Smiling? You are staring, smiling? You are staring right at me <laughs> and you are staring the Sean Conroy daggers of podcast. <laughs> it is, you are, you are drilling holes into my head with your gaze. It's slightly looking down, the head slightly tilted forward. Mm-hmm. And, and Amber, you are, you look, you know what, Amber, you look like, what's the movie of the two, the recent movie with the two lesbian women that's like unrequited love? Blue is the you warmest color. The what? The what's that? The what? Blue is the warmest color. Isn't that one, or is that not the one you're thinking? It was like a period. It's like a period film that just oh, came out. Oh, um, portrait of a a woman on yes, portrait of a lady on yes, fire. On fire. Portrait of a lady on fire. You have the exact look of an actress that would be in that. That's how. <laughs> Like it's too, bad already, it's too bad they already made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> this also, that love top. was hella requited. <laughs> it was very. Oh right. Oh okay. Requited. Oh sorry. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I totally got that wrong. Yes. Hella requited. I always, I always get Super requited requited. and unrequited confused. Which is distressing. <laughs> I thought it was that. I I, I, for, I forgot <laughs> that the other woman was like yes, very. They into were into it. Right. It went both ways. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It's just that every time I see one of those movies, it seems like the, all the trailer shots are like how, well, it, like it can't happen. And then I sometimes think, oh, it's because one of them is not reciprocating, but it's because of not that it's the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Plus, one of them caught on fire, and then that's <laughs> then they painted it. <laughs> had a portrait of her painted. Yeah. <laughs> You got to be doing something in a portrait, you know. You don't want to just be sitting there. So if you're on fire, it's much more interesting. Didn't go well. <laughs> you got to paint fast, though. <laughs> so you're just hanging in there, Joe. Grimly. Uh, I am. I'm doing what I can. I, I would say to wrap up the thing that's kind of. I feel like anybody, you know, and anybody going through this, you have to you have to find something to kind of carry you through, right? Some something to kind of focus on that is not 
the rest of the world and right and anchor like a something. and i think for like a something lot of our, <laughs> something anything whatever it is a pastime anything oh we a but steering for wheel a lot of a mainsail a top mast for a, um my package of Oreos that smells like green tea <laughs> for a lot of people right now, as far as like creatives, um, I know a lot of us are trying to think of just at least something to think, to think of creatively. So I've actually been for the last month, I, I, I've been working on an idea. Like I, I, I had an idea come to me. I, I, it doesn't happen often, but it, I started to see this like whole TV show in my head and I just, That's awesome. I thought, okay, yeah, I was like, I was like, Oh, this, it could not have arrived at a better time because right now it's like the one thing that during the day I'm like, no matter wh- how much I think of it, whether it's two minutes or if I spend eight hours, what, you know, researching or watching stuff to inspire me, like I'm just trying to do some little bit of work on it each day, just anything to have something to look kind of forward to. Right. I mean, it's still, it's, it's so funny to think how it's, it's more of, of a pipe dream than ever before. Mm-hmm. As long as I've lived in LA almost 30 years, but I really, it's, it's a great feeling when the idea, when I'm like, I think of the idea and I think I would totally watch this show. Like, I think this is a sellable idea. I think it's a great setting and environment and I'm starting to think of characters. But now, of course, about four weeks into it, I'm hitting that wall where I'm like, it just seems like, Sean, you, you know, you just wrote a pilot, but I'm at that place where the idea it seems so big in my head that I can't nail down. Like I, ha- I don't know the actual story yet. Like I haven't, I haven't written anything yet because I'm still just trying to go from this like giant big picture world of, cause I'm thinking of like multiple seasons. Like that's how much is churning in my head, but I can't, I just haven't been able to figure out like, I like, I was telling myself this week, I just write one scene, you know? I I think that's not bad advice, but I also feel like it's a process. Like it is a huge idea and it's a lot of fucking work. And it's not like you can just sit down and go, you know what? I should write about the advertising agencies in the sixties. So I'm just going to write the pilot for Mad Men. Like it takes a lot of exactly what you're doing of like, contemplation and you know where is the way in and who is the story about and there's a lot of lot of stuff that goes into all that stuff um i do yeah it's pilot class joe so if you're interested i can uh no i know i i I was gonna ask you a question sean but i realized it might be professional information right (laughs) no no no. ask ask Nope. <laughs> Amber, Ben, Ben, Bo, Ben, Mo, Sean, five bucks, <laughs> and all of the listeners. Right. <laughs> no, but like, do you? I guess maybe it depends on the project and it depends on the writer. But do you recommend like an outline first, or developing the characters first, or I, that? I think that's a great question. I think it's 
you know, the first thing, which is exactly what Joe's talking about, is just thinking about the world. What's the place, the arena where this takes place? You know, is it a is it a bar in Boston or is it Madison Avenue in the 60s or is it, um, you know, a, a, a medical tent in the Korean War? Like just isolating that, because once you have that and it's something that we haven't seen before, then you can go, OK, who would be there that's interesting to look at? You know, um, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I, 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 uh, I started to think of the world because it's based basically, I, you know, what, what I, what I could say is that it's based Just be careful, in a, Jeff, because sometimes when you let the air out of the balloon, you know, but go ahead. Well, I'm just going to put it generally and say it's set in, a it's set in Hollywood in 2010s. It's set in Hollywood starting in the late seventies. And then it's, and then the reason why I was thinking of multiple seasons was because I was thinking of this, of the, the show moving into the eighties and into the nineties. And there's a show that I started rewatching to help me just, just kind of keep things bubbling in my head, which is called uh, halt and catch fire. I don't know if either of you guys have heard of it. I've heard good it was on things, AM, but I haven't seen yeah, it. It's a, it's a it's a really good show and it was it was on AMC it was done after Mad Men and people unfortunately kind of wrote it off in its first season as a Mad Men ripoff because it's about the people who started the PC computer competition uh to take down IBM all these new companies and so it's about like tech people going through a decade of technological waves and changes and trying to write it and get and, and think of the new, the, 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 the big new thing. And, and it goes through. If, a you're, start, if you're thinking about starting it in the seventies, there is a show called that seventies show, which might be worth <laughs> uh, revisiting. Well, I'll tell you this much. I actually thought well, of I, hate Sean the, I hate the eighties is another show about the eighties. I, I specifically thought of Sean at one point because what I would want the show to have is a great period, you know, feel. And Sean and I watched and a couple episodes of the deuce. Yeah. Which, which was it, very much it, what you're talking about where it started in 78 yeah. and went all the way through the nineties. Right. And it was seasons. like how porn was changing. It was kind yeah. of a little bit of that boogie nights. Boogie nights is a movie I've been thinking about too. So it's like, I, like I have all this swirling in my head but, but like you said, it's, it's a process and it takes like for some people, like I would love to be the kind of writer that just sat down and started writing, but I'm not. And I've just it's been, pretty, kind of, it's pretty great to be that kind of writer. I will say <laughs> I've been coming to accept that my process is, <clears throat> uh, it just takes a little longer. I just have to really kind of immerse myself, uh, and then let it start to come out. But, um, but I'm excited by it. I'm excited by it. And I've, I've talked to a friend, an old friend from college about it, who I knew would get it. And he loved the idea. And so like, we've just been going back and forth every few days. And it's just that lifeline. It's just that one lifeline of like, just something that I can think of that anything that has a shred of ambition, it's not, it may feel ridiculous. And hope it may feel ridiculous in in the showbiz way that we all know, but right now it actually feels 
essential, no matter what, you know? Can I just give so, you two pieces of advice? I would, uh, should you I have been ten dollars? Yeah. <laughs> me. I'm going to do it for you for nine ninety nine. Uh, the, the first coronavirus discount. The first piece of advice, which I have never followed, is I don't know how else to say this, but follow it through. You know, like right. I feel like a lot of times in the past, I've had ideas where I'm like, "This is a great idea," whatever, whatever. And then I just, for whatever reason, lost steam, including this most recent pilot, which I've been working on on and off for probably right. a decade at this point. I mean, I think I really have notes on that going back 10 years. And I finally, right. finally, finally committed and followed all the way through. And I think by following through on something, you can, A, execute something that you are happy with or proud of or both. And even if that doesn't happen, you can know that you satisfied what you set out to do and feel good about that and then take what you have learned from that experience to move on to the next thing. Because what's Wind happened to me, sense. yeah, because what's I happened to me I'm is so I- I'm so into boating today. <laughs> <laughs> Sailboats, no less. Uh, but, you know, I go back and look at stuff I wrote because I have, I think, probably 11 <clears throat> unfinished pilots sitting around and I go back and look at them and I'm like, this is fucking good. Why did I stop on this? You know? Um, so that's one thing is like, set your course, go to the binnacle, take the compass, turn the wheel so that you're steering North Northeast and <laughs> straight on till morning. Um, <laughs> And then the other the other piece of advice is get uh, Matthew McConaughey attached because that's I hear that's the only way. To get <laughs> um, you know, I actually I had someone reach out to me just the other day that was like a friend who was asking for a friend if I could maybe like you know pass a script on to Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> and I and I just it's. I've had, I haven't had to do this much, but I just had to explain like, he and I text maybe once or twice a year. I, 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 I'm not the, I don't think that's the, right. I don't have the kind of relationship well, and, right now. <laughs> and if you have a favor, like coming from him, yeah. you probably want to use it yourself. That's so true. It's so true because that's that's like what I didn't write back to this guy, and he he was totally understanding and got he was like because he was the intermediary because he was like I have a friend who's written this script and it's great and he has you know Zach on his wish list. Do you think there's any chance? Here? And I wrote back, you know, no, I, I don't really, you know, I don't think, you know, right now, you know, I have that kind of connection with him, and and I think he appreciates that, like especially people that have known, you know, been friends for a long time. Not abusing. It's that. just not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's just not something I'm going to do. But, but, but of course, the part that I didn't write, Amber, was like, and if I do it, it's going to be for me. <laughs> totally. I mean, that's imagine, you, imagine you, you get off this podcast and you get a phone call and it's like, hey, Joe, it's Zach. Listen, why didn't you tell me about this script? It's fantastic. I just got it. I just got a different, a different way, and it's sensational. I was gonna give you fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> you and fucked up. Goes, Go eat another. <laughs> right. 
Joe goes, I'm, 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 I have a question for you, Zach. I, and, and Zach just goes, go, con- go, go condition your Oreos. You fuck. I was about to say, I was about to say, I listened to that podcast. You pathetic fucking. No. <laughs> you know what? I'll, <laughs> But well. I, but I, but I do. I have to say, I'm always amazed by people who do stuff like that, like who have the the like unmitigated gall, yeah. yes, to go. I like, don't well, ask like my good friends for no. favors, like <laughs> you just. I mean, I get it. I get you know, because I've been in that position. Like sometimes when you're the intermediary, you know, you're not the one being asked to make the final connection, but you are the first person asked to try to get the connection going. And it's like, uh, I've, I've, I've handled it well sometimes where I just say, I can't really do that. And then other times you just kind of give that like, Oh, I'll see what I can do. And then you never end up doing anything. And then the person thinks that you didn't give a shit in the first place. It's just not an easy place. Well, here's my, here's my question. Do you think that the, do you think that the guy asked your friend or do you think your friend told the guy? I and mean, I'm assuming it's a guy. I don't know that it's a guy. It could be a woman. Uh, it was a guy. It was two guys. I think the guy, I don't know. I don't know the answer. To that. I, I just think that the, I think that at some, at some point, the, the, the first guy either knew or maybe knew that I, you know, I, you know, you can. Because if it was your friend who said, "I like your script," let me reach out and see if Joe can get in touch with Zach. That's one thing. But if it's the other guy going, "Hey, you're friends with that guy who's friends with that other guy. Can you see if he'll get it to him?" That's a different story to me. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. It can't be the one step because I didn't even, you know. It was one of those things where I said, even if you sent me the script and I thought it was a great script, right. that doesn't necessarily affect how I, how I would approach my friendship with this person. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's, oh. if, if, if any great script is being passed along, it's going to be, all of this uh, said, by the way, you read my pilot. Would you mind? Wait, okay. Uh, um, yeah, Sean, Sean, if I'm going to pass anything along, it'll be your pilot. Right, right. By the way, that does make me think, because I'm trying to make a list of people that I think would, would be good for this pilot. <laughs> that does make me think that I should put Zach <laughs> on the list. You know? um, well, uh, but I, I, you know, Sean, I've been, I, I, I really, I, I have thought of, you know, you as a fellow writer and like working, you know, you were working on this pilot and I, and I haven't, I have not written anything since I wrote a pilot with a, a comedian friend of mine. He was on the show once. Remember Paul Danke? Yeah, yeah. That was the last. That was the last time I wrote something with someone, and it was a great experience. And we, we took it. You know, we. I got a, a TV director who directed episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine to read it and pass it on to his agents, and they had no interest, of course. But we got it there. I mean, you know how 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 long the freaking journey can be yeah and i remember we felt like well we got it there and then that was about two years you know um and multiple drafts but this is the first time where i've actually felt like that the the idea is pulling me it's like it's i i know there's something to it because i know that i can't get it out of my head you Uh know so i'm just hoping that that's what you were saying about the first piece of advice i'm 
so far I feel good about how that's carried me through to this point, you know, where like, I just want to try to get something down. I just want to, yeah. I want to try to bring it to life in some way, even if it's just a 40 page script, you know? Right. And, and, and the other thing is to your point about the other script taking two years, like it is a marathon, not a sprint. Like I always think oh, of, uh, I know. I mean, you know, I keep referencing because it is a great show. I keep referencing Mad Men, but supposedly, and I don't, I don't remember the full story, but Matthew Weiner was a writer on Soprano. Uh, Sopranos, right? And that was the script that got him hired to Sopranos. But he kept that script, like he had a copy of that script in his briefcase right. with him for seven years, and would give it to everybody, going, "This is great. Please read this." And it took seven years. Like you have to believe that hard and that long sometimes. And it turns out it was a great script. You know, it just took that long right. for it to for it to make its way to the right people. Um, right. And that is incredibly so just, difficult. I just want to say to all the listeners and all the viewers now that we have, um, stay hang in there for seven years, and then my checking in will be that I sold it <laughs> <laughs> to Zach. Um, <laughs> for five bucks <laughs> on Venmo. <laughs> Amber checking in. Yeah. Um, it, it's really funny. The beginning of this show call <laughs> zoom, um, it's very reminiscent yesterday. I did. I, I think I've talked about it before on the podcast where I've been a mentor for, young storytellers and I've also been an actor for young storytellers. It's an an organization where um, you work with, in this case, fifth graders and you help them develop and write a script and then real actors come in and perform it. Um, You know, we're in the age of COVID and lockdown. It's all, all now done via zoom and, um, a friend of mine from an old sketch team asked, like, said that they were looking for actors. So I volunteered, and it was actually really fun because in this show, um, from our sketch team, there's four of us. One of one of one of them was one of the mentors, the writing mentors, and then three of us were actors. But oh my god, oh my god, like the technical issues involved. I I have. <laughs> I have renewed respect and admiration for teachers. Like I always did. Teachers are amazing. And and in lockdown and, and doing things virtually, I, I can't even imagine. But to see it firsthand, we, I mean, it was 25 minutes because we all had to jump on a Zoom so that the the person running the show can moderator the moderate could um, kind of give us a rundown of how it's going to go and, you know, rules and all that stuff. And then from there we had to jump into a separate room, um, which was the show. And we had to join via a special link so that we would be known as like participants rather than audience. Right. So they could see you instead of you just being, watching the whole thing right 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 but i mean i know the difference between participants and audience i'm just pointing that out <laughs> um 
<laughs> I mean, it was it was like 25 minutes of just getting everyone, including the kids, on the first call. And then when we had to go to that second one, forget it. We lost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> By the time they were done, it was old storytellers. <laughs> no, it was like it, I was doing it on my lunch break because I was like, sure, it's an hour and I don't have to drive, like, there's no commute involved. So, like, it's very easy for me to take an hour and and perform on this show. And I was, like, looking at my at my phone at the time. And I'm like, oh, my, I, like, have to go back to work eventually. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the boss. Don't you get it? I need to be there. <laughs> and um, and I, I felt bad for the kids. Um, I mean, it's just like everything we're saying. It, in the time of COVID, everything's worse, <laughs> turns out. <laughs> everything is not better. And uh, because when I've done those young storyteller shows in the past, again, both as a mentor as and as an actor, it's this incredible experience because this kid not only gets to see their work come to life in a way that outside of their imagination, like really performed which is but, incredible when you're a grown-up so i can only imagine what it's 100%. like percent you know but also it would be an assembly so the whole school would be watching mm -hmm. and they right. you know, they walk the red carpet and they're really like treated like a celebrity and um they have drug problems right, yes, they go to rehab yes, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they've got lip fillers <laughs> and but but it's like this big celebration and it's so exciting that they accomplished this thing. And on this Zoom call, I mean, apparently there were 90 people, but it's like- You never saw any of them. You never saw anyone. We would like yeah. do the- Oh, and that's the other thing. When we would perform live- the, the kids would be cracking up, like slapping their knees or like, wow. And, and like, it's just dead silence. Mm -hmm. um, it, 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 it doesn't it, have the same magic. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so messed up. It's so messed up because it goes to the core of what is validating from performing. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It's, it's the, because, that immediate uh, um, response from the audience right, is go right. on. Like I, I, I worked a few months ago, like I was trying to make a little side cash by like reading scripts, giving notes, helping people with their pilots, whatever they were writing. And I worked with this couple, so sweet, great people just got married. Like we worked on this pilot for like a month and I was, we were just going back and forth and I was giving them these notes and they were doing revisions and I was so proud of them. I was like, this gets better and better every time. And they were like, well, we're going to have a reading of it uh, on zoom uh, in like a week. And I watched the zoom reading and it, it just sounded, it just it, sounded like, like a not funny script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like every joke just died. <laughs> it was right, like, right. And, and I was like, I would, if I had any kind of staged reading now over Zoom, I would tell the actors, hey, it's okay if maybe you smile or chuckle. Like, 
Like, <laughs> which, by the way, you're in the cast, you know, that's, like that's what they any do. energy. That's what they do at table reads. I mean, I can remember being at table reads for various shows I've worked on where right. before we go into the table read, the executive producer goes, guys, let's really laugh it up, okay? So the network feels good about the And it's like, that ain't how this works, brother. Well, you know? well the, if anything, we were told to do the opposite on this show yesterday because uh -huh. they're like, be as quiet as possible because if you make even a laughter or a sound effect, because it's Zoom, you can only get the sound from one person at a time. Mm -hmm. Now you're um, stopping the audio of the person who's actually performing in that moment like right um i never thought i never thought i would say this but i i, I think we should have laugh tracks for like Zoom I know. Shows. I know. like it, it it just it it, it i mean the, because and the worst part was that for these two writers i was like that, that you know then we spoke a few days later and i told them over the phone i said look it's you can't totally judge what you guys wrote on that read you know i mean and that's true for any staged reading but but i was like it's it, it's it, there was just no audience there was no there was nobody to give you just that that you know comfort confirmation right you know? even if people aren't hysterically laughing in a room you can feel when people are enjoying it like they're yeah. right and you it doesn't work on zoom Quite well, this is to, to your point about teaching. I mean, this is one of the problems I have when I'm teaching now is that, you know, here I am talking to people who are looking at me, but their mics are all off. So I have no, so I feel by the time I'm done with a three hour class, you're probably exhausted, I'm physically exhausted yeah. from trying so hard to get any reaction from people. <laughs> and it's it's a losing battle you know because and i know people are doing like stand up shows on zoom and i just can't imagine how i mean people must have figured out ways to make it work but for me i'm just like i have no interest in that because i think stand up is a dying art so um <laughs> hey sean what if you just what if you just pulled up like a fart soundboard when you do your classes and you just just start dropping in farts like through i mean anything, something and yeah, yeah anything I did. Uh, I did do a stand-up show for young storytellers, like a benefit, back in like January. And I emailed them and said I would be interested in working with you guys. And literally, the day I was going to go in, the night before, I was sitting there. It was like March twelfth, and I was sitting. Oh my god! Should I cancel on these people because I feel like this is not yeah. good? And finally, I was like. Right. I, I can't, I can't do this. Like I don't feel comfortable with everything that's going on. So I emailed them and said, I'm sorry to say this, but I, I, I I'm going to back out because of all the stuff that's going on. And literally the next morning at eight o'clock in the morning, the organization emailed everybody and said, nobody's coming in anymore. We're not going to do. So I was like, ah, if only I had held out for another right. 12 hours. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would have canceled on me instead of me canceling on them well um the other thing about this young storyteller show is because of all of the technical difficulties and the guy running it you could tell was just having a like not great day because like 
like half the people are saying, oh, hey, the audience link you gave me isn't taking me to the right place. Like, and then the kids can't get into the participation link. So he's just on the phone, like sweating buckets and then being like, this is going to be fun, kids. Like, I, I felt <laughs> bad for the guy. But, um, but, oh, because of all of that tech, like I said, the timetable was a little bit off. So we had, I mean, we live in a one bedroom apartment. So we had planned that hour that I'm doing the show, Jeff was going to go for a walk. Well, he was back from the walk while the show was going on. And I set up here just because it was easy, it, not at my desk, um, so that it was a more neutral background. <laughs> Very neutral. Um, but uh, it is a foot, two feet away from the desk he works at. <laughs> And, and he's at his desk working, and I'm like, then the Red Ninja goes to the ice cave. And he's just like, what is happening? <laughs> you know, like, it was, it was like, and then I'm stressed out, and I have to get back to work. And like, it became oddly stressful when I thought I was going to do this like fun, casual Friday thing. But um, but I don't regret it. It was fun. It was great to see the people I know. It, again, I, I wish that I got to see how the kids were like, because also part of it was that is fun for the live shows is watching the kids watch the show. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't do that. You could only see the other actors. So and like, who knows if those kids were even watching, you know, right? They could be playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like if you did a, a, a kids theater show, but in like four different theaters and you had to keep moving from theater to theater and like you lose, you lose kids along the way. You're like, no, 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 come in, in here now, in here and then shut the door. And then some kids are left outside. It's like, that's, that's the technical equivalent. I was going to say, um, uh, Oh, uh, the show, um, Joe, you're freezing up. Oh, I'm sorry. You're freezing. No, sorry. Sorry. I lost it. I lost it. Go <laughs> ahead. I There was something about the, the kids. Was it about right Zach? No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amber, I'll pass on any of those kids scripts to Zach. Okay. <laughs> Zach has Thank been you. looking for a red ninja script. <laughs> that, that, that would be a great. Oh, oh, now I remember. Now I remember what I was going to say. I would love to see a show of people performing in their apartments, but shot from somebody who's like totally six like feet away from them in the apartment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or like through their window of their apartment <laughs> complex. Like it's like, imagine all the people who are doing like characters and plays and sketch comedy and stuff in their apartments. And like, right. I was like, if I saw the angle of the person behind the person, <laughs> like, I would die. I could watch hours of that. <laughs> I think, is this, are you talking about your pilot right now? I could, that's another show. That's another show. Yeah. In I've the 70s, so they didn't million. have Zoom though, Joe. You might want to watch out. <laughs> Do some more research. Could be a time travel show. <laughs> I want to watch people watching someone do a caricature of them. <laughs> Uh, what else, Amber? Um, I mean, I think that's good for checking in for me right now. No, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> the checking in is that kids theater sucks even more during a pandemic. <laughs> no, but I mean,
mean, it, it was it was legitimately giving me a headache because it's like you'd hear like a little kid's voice be like, "I don't have access," and and then like their video would go out, and then they would mute. Like it it was like exactly what was happening. What's my entry code? Exact, but with ten year olds, and there was ten of them, and and then the adults also were having problems. Like it, it's it's complete mad. I don't know how they go to school all day like that. I I really, really don't. I have you guys have you guys seen that video of a of an elementary school teacher? I think she's like either kindergarten or first grade, who's doing Zoom teaching, and. She's so fast. She's so fast. But at one point she just has to keep going. You have to unmute yourself. Okay. You have to unmute yourself. Oh, unmute. Oh, unmute. I okay. Know. Right down there in the corner. Unmute. And she, but she still like has the cheery voice. Like, okay, I just need you to, that's right. Okay. Right there. Unmute. That's it. Un- unmute. You're still unmute. It's like. I was, <laughs> I was talking to somebody at work the other day and they were saying their mom teaches a zoom pre kindergarten class and i'm like what is that That's just like, like, why bother like, what are we doing and why would you even do that to your kid like what it's what like are you putting thinking? a puppy in front of your computer like right, what right. are they gonna do <laughs> i did after you know I what got... get them hooked on screens get them hooked on screens after the... i got scared off by the young storytellers they were like <laughs> They were like, but we're going to do it on Zoom so you can come to the shows or whatever. And I went like twice because I knew some of the people in the shows. I knew the actors and stuff. It was not a rewarding experience. You know, <laughs> it was like, I don't, this is not the same at this all as what I yeah. was signing up for to watch people I knew do children. Like I can watch an episode of Halt and Catch Fire and get more out of it. <laughs> By the by the way, this this episode is dedicated to the, all the young playwrights that decided right. to quit the business. I, I I also love that um, just the idea. Of, I know that it's the COVID and the Zoom of it all, but out of context, hearing Sean be like, "This children's theater is not that good." <laughs> that's that's not what I said. I, I said the experience. Was not what I signed up for. Uh, no, I was I was very because I did that when I was in New York twenty five years ago or whatever. I did. Uh, I had a friend who ran a thing that was exactly the same kind of program, and I worked there for a couple of years. And it was you know you work with a kid. The kid writes a show. The show is completely fucking insane and doesn't yeah, make any sense. It's the best, but super fun. And then you get to see the show acted out and whatever. So I was like, oh yeah, that'd be fun. I'll do that. Uh, but to sit there and watch, you know, <laughs> I can't even say any names because it would sound like I was denigrating them, but it was people I know who you would know too, to sit there and watch them do this kid's performance. I was like, this is not, I'm not volunteering well, for anything and, right now. And it's know? a performance just like here. Right. There's right. no, there's no full no body. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If Jeff didn't know Amber and they were just roommates. It would be like, oh, my roommate has lost their mind. <laughs> right. Totally. If, if, if you just see a person in their home doing stuff like that, like why? Like, I mean, if, even if you knew about Zoom, it's like, why, why are they yelling at their computer? 
Where? And putting on different funny hats. I had a lot of hats. <laughs> well, hats is just a shortcut to an entire costume when you're only acting from. Well, that's what here. I figure. Yeah, like, yeah. why bother with anything else? It's like, oh, she's got a chef's hat on. We get what she's wearing below that. You, you know? get that. It's- oh, look, she's got a sombrero. Now we know that she probably has a guitar around her around her neck. You <laughs> right. know, um, Sean, that's that's just good writing. Hey. I do what I can, you know, that's a pilot I'm working on it's called the guy, the guy in the sombrero who plays the guitar. Uh, all right. Well, I'll just do a very quick one, which is that I got a call from one of my brothers, uh, yesterday. He had some notes about the show. Okay. Oh, uh, no, he actually, he, 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 it's just funny to me that some of these guys listen to the show. Um, a couple of them do. And enjoy it. They're, not, enjoy wa- it. they're not watching it. They're not watching it. He though, was watching they? it. He did watch it. I was ah. like, he, he goes, yeah, I watched it, man. It's so interesting to see it. Like to see you guys doing it is really interesting. Why? Uh, what is interesting about it? <laughs> I don't know. I just, well, we're, all, we're all, we're all, we're all way hotter than anyone thinks. What We're could possibly be interesting hot. about that? Yeah. Well, I guess I've <laughs> always watched the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess for listeners, you don't right. see our facial expressions normally. It's, Which are so interesting. I mean, I've got a very now, expressive face. <laughs> now's, a, now's a good time to tell all the listeners that every podcast I recorded with these guys, I had my eyes shut the whole time. <laughs> and your skeleton mask. Um, but no, he I've actually, never actually seen the podcast. He actually pitched me an idea for, well... The first thing I'll say is because we're talking about all this Zoom stuff, and I had spoken last week about the family Zoom conference on Thanksgiving. So I was listening to this other podcast. I mean, there's so many podcasts out there. I don't know if you know about that, but apparently podcasts are fourth in line for the vaccine. So if you don't have a podcast yet, I would start one unless you have time to become a nurse. But anyway. Doctors, nurses, kid playwrights, and then podcasters. (laughs) What? I was listening to another podcast and somebody was talking about how on Thanksgiving they had a Zoom hangout instead of a Zoom conference. So in other words, in all these people's different houses who didn't get together for Thanksgiving, they just opened a Zoom window and left it open for the oh, entire so you day. Can check in if you want so, to. You, so if you were walking by and you were like, hey, there's Amber, I want to talk to Amber. Amber, you could talk to that person. And I was like, that is fucking genius because in my family, that would make a big difference where Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be any pressure on. So I was telling him about it. It feels very formal or something, you know? And also like there's 20 people and it's like, now it's your turn. Now Mm -hmm. it's your turn. Like you're presenting. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is a way to do, to, to, to connect with people without feeling that pressure. So I was telling him about that and he was immediately on board with that. So hopefully that's what we're going to try at Christmas time. Um, but he pitched, uh, it's a good idea. He pitched me a show idea. He was like, this is what I think you guys should do for an episode of long shot. And ordinarily when people say that, I'm like, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but his idea was to do like a director's commentary version uh-huh. of old episodes. That would be super so fun. Go back like nine years and find mm-hmm. an episode where we're having a conversation about something and then reflect on that 
today versus oh wow and i was like that actually i feel like that is a good idea i gotta Mm -hmm. begrudgingly say that that is a good idea (laughs) you know as much as i want to disagree would it be hard to follow as a i guess you'd have to watch that one not just listen because as a listener it might be hard to determine when it's old sean versus new sean or modern uh, day Sean versus 10 years ago. Sean. I would assume the way to fix that would be, I mean, there's a couple of options I, as I see it. One would be to. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, one way to fix what that. <laughs> just you futzing with your fucking phone. <laughs> um, and us being like, uh-oh, here we go. Uh <laughs> One way to fix that would be that we could sit here. Oh, I see what you're saying. On the podcast, it'd be hard to tell. Yes, I think so video would right. do it and go yeah. out of it. But I think you could do that audio anyway and go like, "Here's a clip from mm-hmm. 1974." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then play the clip and then go. And you could hear how our voices have changed over the years with all the smoking and the and the alcohol. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys. But anyway, I I thought that was a funny idea, so maybe we should look into that at yeah. some point. I said I said it might take a while because we got to figure out what episode, but you know, that's how we work. In two years, we'll do that show. Oh, a hundred percent. If yeah. we're lucky, if it's, right. if yeah, it's if, just the audio, I guess, like you were saying, Amber, I think Sean, you could just keep saying, "This is new, Sean. This is new, Sean." <laughs> Uh, okay, this is me now commenting on me then, and I thought. But me the then, thing is, you then. <laughs> did think it was you now. So right. <laughs> I think it's weird that me then was talking about me now in the way that me now talks about me then. What is then? What is now? Cause you then wouldn't be like, this is me in the past. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have zoom in the seventies. <laughs> well, um, my, my uncle, I guess, um, invented I, zoom. Yes. I was telling you that we have a a family happy hour on Fridays and my uncle Dave in Arizona, he said that he saw, um, our podcast, um, the long shot podcast come hell or high water advertised on Facebook. And he's like, okay. And then he said two hours. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) I don't blame him, but at the same time, I don't care. Right, right, right. But he said he scrubbed through and he was laughing really hard. But he did not sit and watch the whole show, which that's fine. Yeah, that is fine. I totally get that. And that's something we've battled for 10 years, you know? like. But then other people want it longer. So, like, you can't please anyone. And to me, I like just it takes as long as it takes, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I don't. Without restrictions. Yeah, I don't like going, okay, let's come on, you know, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Um, Right. But it just, it is what it is. It's an organic thing. But I mean, that was the thing going back to when we first started with Jorge, where Jorge was like, you should try. <laughs> Poor Jorge. Well, was he like, was like, he was like, you guys should try to keep it to under a half an hour. And we were like, oh, that's never sure, going to happen. That's sure. like us saying hello. Yes. Um, but also, I think he thought that it like needed to fit into a certain. It was like, also very like, early like on ne- in the podcasting like craze. network TV or something. Yeah, like yeah. if it wasn't 22 minutes, it was. But there is something just, to be said for that, you know, um, because I do think there are people. Sorry, go ahead, Joe. 
No, I was going to say just the times that you and Eddie saying "go ahead, go ahead" would be thirty minutes would fill up thirty right, right. minutes. Right. There's just no way. But what I was going to say is, well, a couple of things. One thing is there is that idea of like a perfect podcast is one I can listen to when I leave my office and stop listening to when I get home. But no one's doing that. And it's done. Well, that's a whole other issue. Yes, absolutely. Um, but to to sort of extrapolate from podcasting into something else, because Joe, you've been talking about focusing on something and working on something. One thing that I've been doing, and I've talked about this a little bit before, but one thing that I've been doing for about the last year is sending out this weekly newsletter. I hate the word newsletter, but that's basically what it is, where I write about stuff that's going on or stuff that happened or whatever. And it's just a silly, dumb thing that I enjoy doing. And I haven't done it. I send it out once a week and I haven't done it in the last three weeks. And I'm trying to figure out what the obstacle is, what's stopping me from doing it. Um, Part of it is just, I think, laziness in a sense of like, you know, once something, once inertia sets in, it's hard to like get going again. Well, and three weeks ago you went to Idaho. Like, I feel like as soon as you're out of your, your, because everything is routine. So mm-hmm. as soon as you're out of your routine, it's very easy for everything to you're, fall you're, to the wayside. You're exactly right because it started when I got up here. I stopped writing it, but I right. keep excoriating myself every week of like, I got to finish this. I got to finish. But the reason I'm bringing it up after we were talking about about our 11 hour podcast is because one of the problems I have is once I start writing these things, it's very hard for me to stop. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, and then this other thing and this other thing and this, and it turns into something that's way too long for anybody to sit and read. So that's right. like a problem I'm having. Like my, my cousin who, who, who lives in Denver, uh, I sent right when I got up to Idaho, I sent one saying I'm up in Idaho and he had been out here, you know, 50 years ago when he was in the air force and talked about how much he loved it up here. And he was like, you know, I can't read through the whole letter. I mean, whatever. Like, it's just, you know, it's like reading a book. But I did like the, you know, whatever you said. Well, can you sit down to write one and then break it up as like a four-parter throughout the month or something? I I, I would like to be able to do that. I think that's what I need to try to do. And then you have less work to do once a week. But but, but the problem is even with that, I feel like if I tried to break it up, you wouldn't know where the breaks go. And I lose my train of thought. Like everything mm-hmm. makes sense to me as I'm writing it. But then I'm like, I, if I stop and go back, I'm like, oh, what was the thing I was going to talk about next? You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's like it all part has of that to is, come out at the, at the same time. Yeah. And part of that is probably because a lot of it is not that important. And it's like, who cares what comes next? You know, but it is, it does make sense to me in the moment of like, not to use a, shitty phrase but it's like the synapses are firing and i'm like this leads to this leads to this leads to this but if i don't get to the last two things there's no guarantee that when i come back i'm even going to think of those two things well what i'm saying is sit down and write the whole thing right and then just like arbitrarily kind of put in part one part two part three part four yeah i think that is the thing to do but that still might be tough because it it means sitting down and writing for an extended period of time at the beginning of all that and part of the problem is trying to get ahead of it. I mean, there's a million, yeah, there's yeah. a million fucking factors. It's hard. But I think, but hard. I think writing, yes, writing is hard. No, I, I really, that sounded glib, but I meant it. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> it's true. And it's also glib. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> Sean, um, when when you write when you write a new one of these, do you same thing like with the podcast? Do you feel like it's just going it's going to show you the length of it rather than like okay, I'm just going to write I do. this much? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's even the, when I that's the hard I, thing about it. Yeah, it's like I go. I'm going to write. I'm just going to keep. I'm going to limit it to a thousand words. And then I start writing and I look down and I'm like, oh, 1,500 words and I'm still doing ahead between me and Eddie. You know, like it's just whatever comes out, comes out. And it's hard to, right? you know, which means a lot of it isn't good writing, but that's kind of not, you know, it's more for me. Pre-writing. Yeah, it's more for me to do this than it is to go, this should be published in Harper's Bazaar or whatever uh magazine still publishes things well uh, people so. should read it because i i've read a few it's good it's good writing sean's a good writer <laughs> thank you that's very glib of you thank you um <laughs> so, you know what by the way writing is easy yes uh <laughs> but the other thing that my brother was calling which i thought was hilarious uh and very kind of him was I had talked about my root canal or several root canals on a previous episode. And he was like, I don't think he meant it to sound like this. Uh, so I'm probably going to fuck it up, but he was I'm like, dying. <laughs> no, no, no. He was like, he was like, you know, I went to the dentist last week for the first, for the first time in two years. And I was pretty proud of myself because no cavities. And I was like, Oh, that's great. And he goes, do you want me to tell you what my tooth routine is? like you don't know how to brush your teeth <laughs> well he did, have, he did have a different version than what i do so i was like okay it's good to know that we're not all you know and maybe i should try his version instead of sticking to my version uh but i thought that was you know i thought that was hilarious of like just, just was there a specific there. was there something that blew your mind that he did no, it wasn't mind blowing. It was just different orders of things. You know, do you floss before or after? Do you rinse before or after? Do you use what kind of toothpaste? What kind of brush? You know, all those things. But right. he was very right. specific about about every step. And by the way, I am saying this knowing full well that he will hear that I have said all right, this. Right, right. So I thought that was uh, what's what's your uh, what's your brother's name, Sean? That I don't want to say. Uh, okay. Uh, no, this is my brother. This is my brother, Emmett. 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 I just mm-hmm. want to say thanks for talking to Sean about uh, tooth care because uh, I need to brush my teeth. <laughs> that is a good thing to do. Brushing your teeth is good. <laughs> uh, I, 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 it's been one of those weeks where I realized I let a couple days go by, and I was like, I cannot sink into this. That was like the first week of quarantine back in March. Yeah, that's bad. Like, oh, Letting yeah. a couple days go yeah. by actually is bad. So, um, all right. Well, I think it's time to do parting shots because uh, that's how we always that's how we always end these. Because, because we're coming up on two hours. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want Uncle. What was his name? Uncle, Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. We don't want Uncle Dave to go. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought it was sweet that he opened it at all. Yeah, absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. But on the other hand, no, I thought that was great. <laughs> um, 
You know what? We'll just start doing it in parts. Parts one, part two, part three. Oh, yes. We're just recording now for the, for the next three months. Tune in next week to hear parting shots. <laughs> Completely out of context. Yeah, yeah. Makes no sense. We're calling back something. And then, the ne- the next episode is, is like, it just starts with me going. So like Joe was saying, I completely agree. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. We started a new revolution of podcasting where we put out randomly timed episodes. <laughs> this one's seven minutes. This one's 14 you have, minutes. This you also have to figure out what order they're supposed to go in. It's like a puzzle. <laughs> um, no, I have a, uh, yeah, it's funny. So, so this was the end of my conversation with my brother yesterday. And I thought it was interesting, uh, which is why he brought it up. And I can't even remember why it came up. But he said something. So we talked We talked for over an hour. And at the end of that time, he goes, whatever we were talking about. I think we were talking about, because he's a, he's a vice principal of a giant, giant high school. So we were talking about how complicated it is to. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Um, but at the end of the whole conversation, when we were just maybe bemoaning the fact that it's very confusing and very hard to figure out what's going on. And he was like, now I will say, I'm not going to say his name and we haven't said his name this whole conversation. And I'm impressed that we haven't said his name. So let's not say his name. So I am going to say his name because this is a conversation I've been having with a number of people over the last couple of weeks. Do you guys think now we know that, the president of the United States is a straight up gangster criminal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's Correct. just a fact at this point. And my question to you is, do you think that when he leaves office, there should be repercussions for that? Or do you think that it should just be, let's let bygones be bygones. He's out of office. We're done with that you know, it's over. Let's not get into it. I don't know how realistic it is because, because the way the world works and it's not fair and it's not just, Uh but I think there should be repercussions because I feel like he will just come back or his kids or, or, or copycats. Mm -hmm. And, and this can just happen again in Actually, um, in a more dangerous way, because they'll right. see like, oh, if I'm just not so overt, right. I could do X, Y, and Z and not tweet about it all day. <laughs> I don't right. know. Right. Uh, I mean, copycats is always an essential element of serial killer movies. Right. But who knew it was also something to be about presidential candidates well, it, or it, whatever. It feels like he is making money off of this. And people oh, like of making course. money. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, the, I, the, and the thing I would say with 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 that particular person whose name we will not say. Um, no, it's okay to say it. We we, we it's the I'm not going to say it. I don't. Like, I don't feel like saying it. It's like Voldemort. Like <laughs> it is like Voldemort, but I'm not going to say it because I like that. I, I've noticed, like actually, Stephen Colbert does not say his name now, which I think is interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I don't like that you said Stephen Colbert's name, but okay of saying. Um, uh, but if look like Amber was saying, we know how the real world works. Mostly, if this were one person, if this were one case, you know, some kind of infraction, one thing, you know that it's probably just going to 
go away, you know, at, from whatever legal maneuvering. But I don't think there's been anybody in that administration uh, that has done so much criminal activity, um, both out, absolutely out in the open in front of people and I'm sure behind closed doors. And it's like, if this isn't, if this isn't the case to go after in every way, I don't know what is, you know, I mean, it's right. And, and, and I was going to say, I mean, uh, uh, Sean, you have a rel, you have a relative, right. Or somebody that, you know, that works in the SDNY, the, not the SDNY Southern district. Oh, but Manhattan, someone Manhattan district. Different brother. I just think, I just think about how all the people that are working on these cases, I can't imagine that I can't imagine that there's not so many of them that are just like, this is their job. You know, this is what Mm -hmm. they studied to do to take down someone who's so flagrantly violates the law, breaks the law, you know, right. And it's like the dedication of those people. If it's, you know, you're asking us, it's not up to us. But thank God it's up to them. Well, that's the that's fucked up thing. Job, this podcast you know? is going to determine whether oh, or not. No. Yeah. Um, well, no, I no, no. I, I agree with you on the one hand, but the argument that I'm getting back and that I, that I, in some ways I agree with the argument. I agree with all. There's many good arguments on both sides, on many sides, every side. There's uh, good people on both sides. Yeah. Is that... You know, if the, let's say the attorney general or the department of justice or whatever chooses to prosecute, uh, he shall not be named after he leaves office, uh, that will just continue to widen the already giant rifts in the voting public in the United States. Mm -hmm. Like it will make the the MAGA heads more convinced that he's See, is they a are trying to get him, you know, yeah, like, that he's a victim. There's proof. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so it'll just, so it'll make things worse. I mean, things are already so worse. bad. So <laughs> bad. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, either this is the end of the Republic and people will look back at this time and say, it's too bad that the entire Republican Party didn't do anything about trying to make government work for 25 years. Or, they'll look back at this and say it worked out, but it was in spite of this person, this person, this person, you know? So anyway, I, I get that. argument I, I, of Like it will make people even more upset. Right. You know? Right. They have such I, a I, I, persecution right. complex anyway. And then yeah. it, it feeds into that. It's tough. Right. There's no way. I, I, I totally, I totally understand that reaction too, because for a lot of people, they're just trying to think of, can we get some peace? And in that peace, hopefully things can progress more, you know, mm-hmm. because right. any, any kind of additional noise that continues because of this person is going to impede progress. But if it were anything, here's the thing. If it were, I can understand that with anything up to the criminal line, right. You know, if, if, if this person and this administration and these people had not committed crimes, but just did, you know, were just all the other stuff that nobody likes. Like if they were just 
cadging office supplies, like they were stealing pencils and stuff. It wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> if he were, if it were just about his crude grossness and idiocy, that's one thing. Right. But this is about crimes that have been committed, and there's, you can't. I don't think. I think we take a step back if we don't pursue justice all the way because we're because we're afraid that things could get worse i think that's the the law is the law it's also frustrating because if roles were reversed there would be absolutely no grace no forgiveness at all right i mean that's the weird position that the other guy who shall not be named uh joe biden is in is like after four years, five years of lock her up, lock her up, he really is in a position now where it's like, should I lock him up? Right. I don't know if I should, you know, it's like an impossible, impossible position. Uh, well, anyway, I think I, yeah. I, I think things should, I, I, here's the thing. People go, oh, if, if this is, if this stays in the news, if there's a multiple person, persecutions prosecutions um that's going to upset people i would say let's this is what i think is happening so much right now especially since the election which has been well let's think of the other side let's think of the losers let's think of the the supporters of that side and i'm i would be like let's think of the people that are going to feel like they want to see justice done let's think of those people Mm -hmm. you know because a lot of people will feel great if they see some kind of criminal consequence. Right. Right. Well, so I anyway. think, you know, for the people that are deciding, you hear the opinion here on the long shot that it needs to be pursued in some way. Uh, okay. So that's lock him up. Lock, that's lock, him up. Lock, lock, lock him lock up. Lock him up. Lock him the fuck up. I mean, that's lock never going to happen, up. unfortunately, but it's definitely what he no. deserves. Um, right. I don't even know, I don't even know who we're talking about. Uh, okay, parting shots, Joe. Okay, I have a quick parting, a two part, a quick two part parting shot. Uh, the first is it's a I double send, shot from Joe Wagner. <clears throat> it's a double pew. shot. I just want to, like I mentioned last week, um, I've just been really excited to see the fans uh, coming back to the show. They were always there, waiting, and they're writing and commenting. And I wanted to give a shout out to one of our fans, Jacob Paulison, mm-hmm. who wrote who wrote about the show. And I just want to take a quick second to read uh, his post from our Facebook page. Uh, he was talking about somebody had brought up like, "What have you done, you know, since the podcast went away?" As far as listening to other podcasts or that kind of thing. And he was talking about he had listened to other podcasts, but he says, and I quote, "But I missed the Love Show Pose specific vibe." It's frequently very funny and within the same hour is super earnest and humble and sincere and such. Um, and he mentions this Gibble specifically. I liked hearing the ups and downs of Amber's Netflix stuff and the new agey stuff going down. Joe's drink choices being verbalized in a funny way. Joe's Circle K Saga, Sean's trips to Starbucks and career high highs, stuff like that. Uh, it, Have I had any this. career high highs? I I don't know if that was a I joke. Don't, yeah. You were you were running a show. Only that was for a four career. years. 
<laughs> yeah, remember that one time, Sean, that, that you, you were close? So close. For a second, um, uh, nothing scratches the itch like this podcast. Really meaningful to me. It helped me graduate freaking college. So thanks, Jacob, for still being there and for appreciating the, the show as much as you do. And I loved reading that comment. And, and now, congratulations on graduating college. Yeah. Good luck out uh, there, man. The, Tough market. <laughs> um, oh, and by the way, you know what? I'm going to actually, I'm going to say the podcast that a couple people had listened to because it's a super successful one. And mm-hmm. they were saying that they still liked us more. And that's the Doughboys podcast. So um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know the Doughboys. I know the Doughboys. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, fuck those Doughboys. I don't know if any Doughheads are going to be listening to this. Um, I mean, it feels called? like a very. Heads? It feels like a very different show. It doesn't feel. It's a like different a, show. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, they don't have any career high highs like we do. Um, and <laughs> then the so okay so now I have to share my screen. Oh boy! For my final part part of parting shots uh share screen so i can do that right we okay. had tech issues i'm nervous i know i'm nervous too okay can you guys see yes can you can you guys see that oh is that the cat lady <laughs> she does have a cat face she has is that not has insane a <laughs> that's a cat that is a cat on a woman's neck <laughs> What is that? I think it's just a shadow thing. Like, I think it's just a trick of the light. It is a shadow thing. I mean, Thank it's you, abs- Sean. It is a shadow obviously, Sean. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's an actual cat. Good job, Sean. Yeah. No, because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, there's no way a cat could be walking around in a lady outfit like that. Unless uh, it's a but, cartoon. But, uh, you, I, I think at this point you guys would agree that does look like it does a cat, right? I didn't yeah. know what to. I didn't it's know what to picture when you, when you described it earlier. I'm going to be honest, but you described it perfectly. I just my brain couldn't paint this picture. Thank you. That's, She's also I looking just wanted directly to share, into the camera, and no one else's, and so that's interesting. No, I know that this this person was captured on film a hundred years ago. That actually makes cat. me think it might be a cat because cats are hyper aware of what's going on around them. I like that you're on the fence if it's a cat or not. I don't think it's a cat. I think it's shadows. But because she's looking into the camera, it feels like it does look like a cat. It does look like a cat. By the way, we now live in a time where this podcast could be like, it could be one of those things that someone would retweet and be like, you know, cats lived among us. A hundred years ago. <laughs> the low show Poe proves it. Cut to, <laughs> cut, the to, photo. <laughs> cut, cut to Uncle Dave just going, Jesus fucking Christ, it's not a Wrap cat. It okay? <laughs> Why are you they stuck on the nuts. cat? Why are they stuck on the cat for five minutes? I scrolled through. <laughs> All right, uh, so there she is, the cat lady of downtown Los Angeles. Love it. Just that was a, a good lady. One. It's not a cat lady. Because a cat lady. <laughs> Is a lady who keeps cats. Not you don't a lady know that. Like she might cat. have cats at home. Too. She could be a cat lady, but there's no evidence that she's a cat lady. <laughs> there's evidence that she's so, a cat and evidence that she's a lady. So just which of she that cat. evidence weighs heavier? The walking cat of downtown Los Angeles. Hmm. The humanoid cat. 
Uh, okay, parting shots. Amber. Yeah, um, mine isn't deep or... Um, or stupid. Wide. Wide. <laughs> or, or, yeah, it's not deep. But I dyed my hair today for the first time. Like, a, I've, I've done like a color conditioner, but I did a permanent. You ever try green tea conditioner? It's great with Oreos. (laughs) I I hear it smells great. Smells Um, smells great. But I I did a permanent hair dye today. I was so nervous beforehand. I like read the directions multiple times and I was like really gearing myself up. And I was like, man, I'm going to be unrecognizable, but like, At least, like, we're in lockdown, and if I don't like it, I can get used to it. It looks exactly like my hair color, like, slightly more, like, red, I guess. Slightly. I can see it. Now that you said it, I can see it. I did not notice it before. <laughs> yeah. For the record, Amber, did any of us notice? No! Of course. Why would you? Right. But as soon as you said it, I was like, it does look red. And then, when I saw that, I also was like, is Amber a cat? <laughs> but um it does look reddish though but it is it it was just i i was cracking myself up because um liquid feet spoiler alert this was supposed to be top secret i signed an nda but um liquid Uh feet were working on a zoom version of a holiday dance for this year oh my goodness (laughs) and um by the way i just want to point out that aaron said that he noticed your hair oh thanks aaron (laughs) like no, no way to prove it now. <laughs> um, I, I, I also noticed. I also noticed. Because no, I was going to say that. Um, yeah, I just didn't say anything early. But uh, it, I, I thought it, it didn't look good, Amber. I, I thought it Thanks. looked bad. <laughs> I feel like it's shiny, and I like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> who is it for? Conditioner Myself. can do that for you, too. Um, oh, so Liquid Feet, we're working on... Um, Again, spoiler alert, signed NDAs. I'm going to get sued. Uh, we're working on a holiday dance like via Zoom. And I filmed my part of it a couple weeks ago. And then we were doing a group part this morning that we filmed. And mm-hmm. so I was going to dye my hair on Thursday when I got the dye. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't because continuity. Like, I, I don't want to be unrecognizable in the second. <laughs> and, um, Holy shit, Bob. They switched out the girl. So then after I filmed the liquid feet thing this morning, I dyed my hair and I sent them a picture. I was like, good thing I waited. Like, like I'm a different human being. <laughs> Dave, Dave and Tamara, like, there's no difference. There's nothing I know, different. I know. <laughs> Why is this Amber's, liquid feet Christmas special two hours long? <laughs> Amber's losing it. So when does that come out, Amber? It The, the video, I'm not sure. It depends on... Um, our good friend Dave Childs and um, when the other two, because the thing is we had to do the dances separate. Usually we are is together it? and we dance and we film it. We're, we we filmed uh, ourselves separately and um, it was way harder than I even anticipated. I was like, great, we'll do it separate. Blah, blah, blah. The thing about being a group of three is there's some, um, like protection like you you are a crew you like you're doing something completely silly in public but there's three right. of you you know like i i don't know it, it it feels less horrific and then doing it by yourself you're like wow this is <laughs> tough stuff and this it- is why this is why they split up god 
Jesus and the Holy Spirit because it was like one of them, ugh, but all three of them, okay, you know. <laughs> Amber, my question, my <laughs> my question, Amber is: so at some point, you you were dancing in your apartment? No, no, I wasn't ever dancing oh. in my apartment. I'm not going to okay. say anything more than that. But um, Jumbo's clown room. But I mean, even like technically. Like, I'm filming right. it on my phone. Like, okay, now how do I play the music that I'm dancing to? Like, it was it was right. all a lot. And then I would set it up and I'd be like, I hope I'm still in focus. And Dave was like, you're not in focus for a lot of it, but it's okay. And I was like, yeah, there's nothing I could do. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's funny. Do you ever watch those you ever watch those TikTok videos where they, like, lip sync things? And, Hell yeah. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm always the like, first how the fuck, two months of quarantine. How the fuck do they do that? You know? And then there's one where they have like people, people, I can't even explain it, but it's like synced to the music that people are hopping along, like din, din, oh, din, yeah. din, din. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Din, din, din. And I would say maybe half of them are actually on the music and the rest are completely off because of exactly what you're talking about, right. which is like, if you're filming yourself, how do you... It's impossible. Well, yeah. and there was a couple, again, spoilers, that I was trying to, like, cross the frame. And I thought I was. But then when I watched it back, I was, like, going diagonal. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Uh, Amber, can we do that again? Please hit your, please hit your But mark. there was no one to tell me that. Try to, try, try to hit your mark, please, Amber. You're, Amber, you're is crossing, it true the name of the show is... Eyeline. Is the name of the show Liquid Feet Come Hell or High Water? Yes. It's not a show. It's just a, a dance. It's just one song. Oh, it's one dance. One dance. So we have that to look forward to. Yeah. It's our Christmas card to the world. You heard it uh, here first, folks. Here on The Long Shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, we haven't even talked about the fact that Jamie has now missed his second week in a row. <laughs> Poor Jamie's been busy. Whirlwind. Yeah. Whirlwind. Um Hopefully he'll be here next week. All right. This has been the long shot. Wow. It we're really podcast. wrapping it up without me <laughs> bullying us into wrapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually, I think, I, I think I'm actually that much more conscious of the time that we talk now. Cause of uncle Dave. Uncle Dave. Thank you I'm for like, listening. Thank you for watching. Great notes. <laughs> Uh, that's the show. We'll see you next time on the long shot. Bye everybody. Bye.